0: I'm gonna like Google it, like hottest moms on PGA Tour. The first thing that came up was PGA Tour
1: photos, golfers and their moms. Not not what we're looking for. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of Shank Happens, joined by my boy, Coach. What's happening, man?
0: What is going on? I am pumped to be here for another episode. We... We we are we are excited we had a big week last week we had a great show a bunch of good stories and and that that boosted us in the uh ranking of rankings of podcasts we uh we cracked the top five so so honestly i'm just happy to be back i feel i feel like we're legitimate podcasters now you know this started off as just a, a fairy tale and
1: here we are <laughs> here we are living the dream, dream. dreams do come true <laughs> yes <laughs> Well, hey, we had, we had an awesome week on tour. The Wells Fargo was this, this, this past week. Rory McIlroy found his way back into the winner's circle. We had some other big names. Um, our boy Abe Anser was just one shot off, had a great Sunday, 5-under par. Victor Hovland keeps knocking on the door. Um, lots to talk about there. The tour is actually coming to my um, home state. We're going to be playing the AT&T Byron Nelson. This week, I'm going to go make my way up there for you know, a couple of days to see if I can catch up with any of the players. See my live, tourna- uh, see live tournament action for the first time in like two years, dude. I-, I can't even tell you the last time I went to a tour of that. It's been a long time.
0: Yeah, it's been a while for me as well. The last one I went to was the U.S. Open, and they didn't even have fans there. So the last one I've been to with fans, I think, was even it was before the uh, Players' Championship last year, before it got canceled, I think I was at Bay Hill. So wow. yeah, it's, All right.
1: it's a long time. Well, let's jump over to the first tee, let's just dive right into it. So Rory, I mean, has been playing pretty well of late. Obviously he's contended in a lot of events over the last 12 to 18 months, but really hasn't found his way over the weekend or on Sunday specifically, but held on and was victorious at Quell Hollow, which, you know, ironically was the first place that he won on tour. So kind of fitting. Um, he's hitting full stride now and he's going to be playing at Kiowa in a couple of weeks where he won the 2020 PGA 2012 PGA championship. So that's where the PGA championship will be hoist, uh, hosted this year. So man, Rory is just coming into form, you know, love to see it. He obviously moves the needle for the golf world, but you had some big names. It was a fun tournament to kind of, uh, keep your eye on. I mean, really want to see Abe find his way into the winner's circle. Um, Dale needs to get back and going, dude. I mean, He's got to get, got to get going here. But yeah. uh, Victor Hovland's crushing it. Uh, Gary Woodland was just right there, just didn't bring it on Sunday. Um, Bryson had some pretty uh, interesting stuff go on last week in Charlotte, to say the least.
0: Yeah, it was like it was like such an action-packed tournament, but none of it was really relative to the to the golf. Like there's just so many stories <laughs> going on around it. But yeah, Bryson Bryson thinks he misses the cut. Thinks he's in like 90th place halfway through their flight finds out he's in like 68th and he's looks at Connor and he's like, whoops, I guess is what he said in his interview. So um, <laughs> had to catch ke- had to catch an early flight back and uh, got some breakfast and went straight to the punter grade. And then he was like, he was like playing pretty well that, after that, which was
1: fantastic. Yeah. I mean, dude, <clears throat> he, he literally comes out and just like crushes it when he comes back, you know, played well <laughs> right. again on Sunday, shot three under and ended up placing, uh, you know, top 10 in the tournament so yeah uh, pretty crazy to see how you could just think you're missing the cut or right on the cut line and you give it a go over the weekend and you're right there and that's what he said after his interview on saturday put another good one up on sunday and i'm right in the mix and i mean look he was only six shots off to to win so and over four rounds for these guys six shots is like the margin of error is just nothing you know it's just crazy to see like how close that these guys are week in and week out and his game's kind of coming back to fold as well. But I'm super stoked for Rory. I mean, I feel like even a guy like Rory who is now that's his 19th win on tour. He's won multiple major championships. It's been a long time since he's won and that stuff has got to creep into your head. And I know he's had a lot of great life events that have happened um, since his last victory, you know, getting married, having a kid, all that stuff Um, has probably taken his, his focus off of like, the negatives that are out there, the people chirping about where's Rory, is he going to win again? But you have to imagine that creeps into his head. So for him to get this win, and I think timing is very good for him to go back to a place that he's very familiar with where he's won a major championship, actually the same major championship that he won in 2012. um, Odds are definitely in his favor to come in and and win that event, which would be crazy. I mean, it'd be awesome to see, be good for the game of golf.
0: Absolutely. I mean... Everything really just stacked up so perfectly for Rory. Like, you know, they're celebrating Mother's Day. You know, he gets to have the winning photo with his wife and his child on the green. So cool. Got to be so – that's just so good internally, right? I mean, that's just got to put you in a really good place mentally. And you, And he's probably feeling – he's on a high. And, yeah, he has been in good form. So going into – I mean, dude, I I would not count him out. Definitely, I think a top 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 five finish at Kiowa will be uh, – I think that's very reasonable to, uh, to bet on, but, um, yeah, man, I'm pumped. He's playing well. It's, it's, it's awesome to see, but, um, I I wish the best for him.
1: I always, I missed the mother's day lineup with the players. I always liked seeing that fall down on the players championship weekend. Um, obviously my, my favorite memory, a non-major would be Ricky's victory at the players, like that was awesome to see, you know, and remember like, his mom being there and stuff like that. Like, I, I think that was a, a cool match there with the players fell on Mother's Day weekend. So it's kind of, I'm still getting used to this new tour schedule, um, but I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited the tour is back in Dallas. They've moved the event from Trinity Forest up to TPC Craig's Ranch. I got the chance to go play Craig's Ranch a couple weeks ago with uh, Tyson Lamb, who's a member up there. I mean, it's a yeah. great course. Uh, it's, I think the players are going to obviously like it a lot more than Trinity Forest, which plays more of a link-style course. It's different than most stops that they have on tour. So, you know, I heard a lot of complaints about it, and I think a lot of tour players really liked playing at TPC Las Colinas um, at Four Seasons. I think that was a good event where they brought a lot of their family there, and they got to kind of have some family time while they worked. Um, going out to Trinity Forest, it's in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you're literally driving to Dallas. <clears throat> you drive about 25 minutes past Dallas into an area that looks like an old uh, dump that they turned into a golf course. Yeah. And so, I think I think the players can be pretty happy that they've moved it. It's not quite four season style as far as like the resort goes, but um, it's going to bring back that kind of feel, same kind of layout of the course. It's a longer course, um, but it'll be you know interesting to see how the guys play it. I went to uh corn Ferry event there a while ago but i i don't think they've ever played a pga tour event there so it's it's going to be fun to watch i'm going to go try and make it out there maybe for a practice round maybe for a tournament round this weekend and to see some action dude like we talked about earlier i haven't been to i think it's been two years when i went to the charles schwab in fort worth wow yeah really? so it's been it's been a long time so Jeez, man well that's yeah, so, awesome yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So, <clears throat> and I think we've got some pretty good names in the in the field. So, you know, got some good buddies that are in town. So it should be a good time. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, man, that's sick. We'll see. Well, let's jump into or ourselves. we got some interesting questions that we want to talk through, um, you know, this week and let's just kind of talk about PGA championship um, as we kind of just talk about Kiowa. I brought this up in a post a couple of weeks ago and we had some, um some people chirp in some big names as well but by or sell is the pga championship the worst major
0: yeah buy. it 100 is i honestly oh it's great. great yeah i mean it, it it i don't know for me it just doesn't bring that same feel that a u.s open would or you know the open championship or, or the masters it's just like you don't get as excited i understand it is a major and and you know i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that do get pumped for it but you know people talk about bringing a a fifth major into into golf and i'd almost be happy with them just swapping out the pga championship and coming up with a new concept there but you know i mean that's that's just me but yeah i mean i, I mean like the last pga championship at uh harding park I, I mean were you were you really excited for it
1: well i mean so i i was intre- i was excited about it because you know, Tiger was in the field and I want Tiger to win another major really bad. It's a course that I've played like half a dozen times, so I know it really well. And so I was interested from that factor, but I'm with you. I'm buying, I think it's the worst of the four and I don't think it's any, anywhere close. I mean, if you think about it, Masters, you dream and would like long for the Masters all year long. I mean, the day after the Masters concludes, you're already thinking about next you're year's depressed. Masters. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're like, oh man, that was such a great week. You know the US Open, love it or hate it, you love how the USGA just like makes the course extremely difficult. It's the toughest test in golf. You're going to see some of these players that are the world's best, you know, come out there and struggle and it gives us amateurs that one time a year where we're like, yes, we're going to see these guys struggle like we would, not because they're bad golfers, but just because the course is playing overly difficult and it's it's interesting to see. And you have a lot of people who hate it. But at the the same time, I feel like deep down inside, they love it, you know? Um, And then the open, Um, I'm really excited for the open to come back this year. Last year was total bullshit how they canceled it with the insurance policy and all that stuff, but it is what it is. I'm really excited for that to come back because I love like setting my alarm clock at three in the morning, laying in bed and watching the open, you know, on my phone or on my TV and just... I don't know, there's just something about and there's such history with all those courses, the weather. Um, you know, I wouldn't go play a bad round of golf in weather like in Dallas. If it's pissing right. down rain or it's really windy, I'm going to call my buddies and tell them let's pack it in. Let's go play it again next weekend or, you know, in a couple of days. But when you're like Bandon or Sand Valley or, you know, where Streamsong or whatever, like I'm trying to think of courses that are domestic that yeah. are kind of yeah. linksy um, and the weather's bad. Dude, you put Welcome. on your rain gear and you're like, dude, let's go. Like you want at least one of those rounds that you play to be in really shitty weather, just so you can right. experience it. You bring your rain gloves, you bring your rain gear, all that stuff. And you play. And it's cool to see these guys do that too. Like, you know, there can be six holes. That they play where they're, they're busting out their rain gear. And then the other 12 holes, it's like perfect weather, maybe a little windy. And so it's, right. it's fun to watch. Now the PGA championship, I don't feel like you get any of those things. Um, you know, when they played at the Page Black course a couple of years ago, it kind of had a U.S. Open feel to it, and I felt like that one was more interesting than some of the previous ones. But I don't have any of those feels. So, I mean, I think – I guess Mike, my, my point to it would be is maybe not replace it, like you said, but what can we do differently to make it better and more interesting because the field is a very impressive field, right? It's it's one of the biggest better fields in all of golf, Um you have some great champions rich beam is one who commented on my post like you know previous pga champion winner and was like hey like what do you have problem with the tournament is it because like losers like me have won it before in the past out of that i'm like dude huh. you're not a loser like I, I love rich like at the end of the day it's just those things that i just mentioned about those other three events the pga championship doesn't have you know
0: right yeah, I so. think I think a lot of it is like kind of what we touched on in previous episodes is it a lot of it is course related as well. Like don't get me wrong, PGA Championship at Bethpage Black. I I'm stoked. That's going to be sick. You know, I mean that's one of the toughest tests of golf on tour um definitely on the east coast and so people get excited for that just because the course itself is bringing that element of of difficulty and you know even when the the elements get kind of bad at beth page black you do get a little bit of that that open feel and and you want to see these guys struggle and if it's pissing down rain it kind of deafening and it brings a whole different vibe to it so yeah i mean i i think it's course specific as well and obviously the pga championship does have an amazing lineup of golf courses but yeah it is definitely still lacking something um i mean viewership is is way down for that for that major compared to the others so yeah i mean it'd be interesting to see like you said what they could do to kind of improve upon it i'd have to put my thinking cap on, but it'd be tough, man. Cause the other three majors are just so stacked. I mean, it's those, you're looking forward to all of those. The U S open is, is amazing. It's one of my favorite events. Obviously Augusta is probably the favorite and then the open
1: championships. Just wild. There's nothing like laying in bed, watching golf. It's pretty cool. <laughs> no, it's awesome, man. And it's like, it's cool too. Cause like obviously your days are longer, but it's like, you wake up, you watch the tournament, you see where your favorite players are. And even like if the later sh- uh, swing of tee times, start like when you're officially up. And so you're like, wow, like you can finish watching your favorite players or, you know, your favorite tournament and then you have your whole day ahead of you. You know, it's pretty cool. Right. Um, yeah, it is. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think they've got to find some way to like engage the audience and make it more interesting because right now it's, it's lacking, you know, and there was a ton of different comments throughout the feed of talking about like why they didn't like it or what they could see differently. And I just, nothing stood out to me that was going to make it any different. So it's yeah. just, you know, there's always going to be the one thing out of a group that people don't like it the most and it is what it is and that's the PGA championship. So, so moving on, um, this one's near and dear to my heart. It's been uh, a a dagger in my heart, if you will, but I I just, I just don't know if it will ever happen, but will PGA memes ever get verified on Instagram by ourselves? Dude, I'm
0: buying it. It has to happen. Okay. And here's here's my argument. Sell, here's my argument.
1: sell.
0: <laughs> no, here's my argument. It's got to happen because I, I, think, I think, you know, a year ago, had you asked me that question? Two years ago, had you asked me that question? Yeah, probably not. You're a memes page. But you have evolved, bro. Look, I mean, you're getting the, I mean, insane exposure. As a, as a media host now via our podcast. I mean, we're top five podcasts involved. <laughs> so, I mean, holy shit, that's huge. So, I, I mean, I think the more you do outside of just creating memes, it's cre- it's creating validation. I think I think you do, man. I mean, is there any other meme pages out there or, or pages that at least kind of predominantly post memes but do other things that are verified?
1: Yeah, there are. Um, and I think it was a thing of the past. I think like a few years ago, it was more accepted that some of these popular pages would get verified and, and so forth. But now it just seems to be, um, impossible. And yeah. I have expanded into the podcast stuff. I've expanded into live events, you know, raising a bunch of money for charity, have my own like unique video series that I'll do with celebrities and all this right. stuff and nothing. And I, I've, I've continuously tried. <laughs> and there's always those people who are like, Oh yeah, I can get that done for you. Like, Oh, I know a guy or, you know, I know a girl and it's like, Oh, okay. And I get excited. And I'm like, okay, cool. Nothing, nada. And everyone comes back their tell between their legs and it's always a different story. It's like the most mysterious process in the world of how it gets done. I, I think it was like some red flag
0: on your account or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're, they're like, Hey, this guy's, you know, supported Trump before in the past. So he is screwed or something like that. I don't know. It's like, but the end of the day, I've written it off. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to sell what if, all day long.
0: What if a parking lot pro gets verified before it will. Oh, it will.
1: <laughs> it will. I, I made that joke. I was like, dude, I guarantee this stupid ass page will get verified before right. um, PJ memes. So it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm totally selling. I don't know what I did to offend anybody um, or what I need to do uh, or who's, you know, D, I need to suck or something to make it happen. But at the end of the day, here I am, and I don't think it's going to happen. So, huh, cry me we'll a river. All, All right, right we'll so go. this one came up. This is a conversation you and I had, and I was actually pretty shocked to hear kind of the backstory behind it. But will there ever be another hole in one on a par four on the PGA Tour? So, I guess before you yeah. buy or sell this, like, why don't you tell everybody, like, the stats behind this? Because I thought it was something that happened, like, not regularly, like, often, but I felt like it happened quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I think you see it almost happen a lot, which is why you might think that. You know, like, I think the first one that comes to my mind is DJ in Hawaii when the, he hit it down the hill and it was tracking right towards the hole and stopped just a couple inches short. And he picks up his tee and just walks down there like a boss. Like, that was such a sick shot, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. But, yeah, yeah I think uh, the only one uh, – there's there's only one recorded in history uh, on the PGA Tour. I'll have to look up the uh, – the guy's name but it was all the way back in like 2001 and it, it's literally the only hole in one on the pga tour here, here it is his name was andrew mcgee the famous famously came in 2001 at the phoenix open on the 17th hole which is obviously a hole where a lot of guys go for the green see um, i would
1: think that more people would make an ace at that hole like the, the, the tournament there every year um a lot of guys hit driver there three wood gets it there for most of the guys like you would think right. that, that would happen. Every other year, or like every few years, but one time ever. Yeah, one time,
0: one time—the only one on tour. If if the stat I'm looking at is is correct, so it's hard to say. I, I think if you if you're putting, you know, will it ever happen again? Yes, I mean, on PJ Tour, unless this premier golf league, which we'll touch on here in a little bit, takes over and then PJ Tours toast, then no, yeah. it'll never happen again. But yeah, I, I think it will. I mean, given the, given the fact that there's been so many that have been so close and also the fact that the fact that this happened in 2001, like when technology was so far behind what it is today and not only in the golf club but the golf ball as well and also the the level of fitness these guys are at and the level of precision and and just pure talent it's got to happen again um so i'm sure it will but so i'll buy but i mean it is quite amazing that it's only happened one time and it was in 2001 so
1: yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to buy too, just given that you're, you know, you say ever. If you were to ask, say, if it's in this year or the next three years, I'd, I'd probably sell. But right. I was shocked to hear that this has only happened once because I have seen yeah. a lot of near misses. And just seeing these guys hit it so far now, um, you'd, you'd think that it's going to happen real soon. Um, but yeah. Man.
0: And the, the reason this is a, is, is a topic for us this week is because uh, during the Wells Fargo, Richie Wierinski hit the flag literally center flag just with a, with just a tiny tiny bit too much pace and almost what a made name. Me what a and name. yeah we're, we're in ski because you know after it <laughs> goes in the hole what do you say
1: we're in in-ski.
0: <laughs> inski, baby if that so, was my
1: buddy i would that's what i would say instead of gimme that's a gimme but no it's in ski yeah. dude don't worry yeah do you think
0: you think like uh, he had a McGlovin moment first time he uh <laughs> when, when he went when he was deflowered oh my god we're in <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I had to do guaranteed. I hope if, if he didn't do that, he missed a huge opportunity,
1: so. mm, huge, huge opportunity. So <laughs> that's <hilarious. laughs> all right. Last one here. So, and the sake for mother's day, um, hope all the moms out there had a great, um, mother's day, but we'll talk about PGA tour moms by ourselves. Paula, Paulina Gretzky, the hottest mom on tour.
0: Yeah, this is a tough one. I, I I don't know because you got to think like there's so many guys on tour. A lot of them are married, you know. A lot of them have children, but a lot of these guys don't get a lot of airtime. And if they're not getting a lot of airtime, their smoking hot wives aren't getting a lot of airtime either. So it's like it's like you know we're 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 in a little funnel of of PGA tour moms. I'd love to get like a list of like top five, top ten hot mommies on tour, but I'll go ahead I'll go ahead and buy. She's pretty hot, but honestly. Rory's wife was looking good on the green, so I mean, man, I hope my girlfriend doesn't listen to this episode. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're 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 also having a morning episode right now, and she's out running errands. um We both had pretty busy Sunday evenings, so we're 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 here doing this in the morning. But uh, so it's it's a safe spot for me right now. But
1: uh, safe yeah. zone. Yeah. But so so uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm with I'm you. Like, I'm I'll I'll buy because of the same reason for you. Like, I feel like the airtime and just um, the, the need for attention. I feel like she wants that attention, you know, when, when DJ's in contention or, you know, even after the victory, like they always go run off to like a private island somewhere and she's just like thirsty for that attention. So she's out there wearing like a super small bikini or doing something that, you know, goes viral on the internet and stuff. And so it's hard to say like, oh yeah, it's this person or this person. Cause I think there's probably others that could be in contention that, that aren't really on camera very often, but you know for what we know or what we've seen i'll buy so
0: yeah i want to i want to i'm gonna like google it like hottest moms on pga tour and see if somebody's done this i'd, I'd like, like to someone. see what
1: the the google results come back for that i think
0: I, uh, <laughs> the the first thing that came up was pga tour photos golfers and their moms not not what we're looking for <laughs>
1: that's a whole other list
0: oh wait there's a list uh our boys uh golficity did 10 hottest PJ tour wives and girlfriends but that's not moms we want we want the moms we, yeah we, we, want, <laughs> we want we want the ones that have you know you know the, the i think you should
1: make your own exclusive uh list this week and, and share it with the audience next weekend
0: yeah i think i think that definitely needs to happen we'll we'll <laughs> we'll do that and we'll we'll get that posted on uh on uh, Shane
1: Capen's Instagram. Be sure to follow us there. Quick plug. Yeah. All right, so let's jump over to our out-of-bounds segment. Four. Let's talk about the Premier Golf League. So this, this came up last year, was a hot topic, and then it just died. It just went away. Um, obviously, there were a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things that happened in the world last year that made a lot of good ideas kind of go uh, by the wayside. But it's back. It's now a hot topic of conversation again. Um, the commissioner is not a fan, obviously. He's throwing threats out to current players that are maybe toying with the idea or maybe getting special invitations and high uh, dollars thrown their way to maybe uh, jump on and start the movement. But let's just, jump, let's just jump into this thing real quick and talk about it because the PGA Tour obviously owns the space. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of good things I think the PGA Tour is doing as of late, but there's a lot of things I think they do wrong too. So, I mean, to me, my initial like thing with this is I think it's probably a good thing that something comes out and rivals the PGA Tour and pushes them to do better, um, yeah. humbles them a little bit. But at the same time, I don't know how it works because I think what Jay Monahan came out and said is like, look, if you even entertain this, like you're done. Yeah, um, you're said not gonna if have a play, tour card.
0: If you play in Premier Golf League or Super Golf League, is what I'm also hearing they might call it you're you're banned
1: from pga tour so i mean obviously if you get banned from the pga tour you're still going to be eligible to play in some of the majors um but i mean so would would you be eligible to play in all of the majors yeah because they're not so none of them oh yeah so so i mean so a guy like phil nicholson who obviously i think last year his name came up quite a bit as being a candidate like a tiger was brought up too and stuff like that they've probably accomplished everything that they want to accomplish on the tour. Right. Um, I know Tiger wants one more victory. Um, but if you get offered like $250 million or something stupid to go over and start this league, do you care if you get banned from the PGA tour to start something where like your face can be on and you can build something, um, equal to a rival, the PGA Tour and still get the chance to go play in the major championships.
0: I don't know. I mean, if, if that just depends on, you know, the player's outlook, whether it's like a money thing or if it's, you know, anything related to, you know, keeping up with the history of the tour and wanting to play against the world's best. I mean, the, the biggest thing is is that the what the what the Premier Golf League has kind of exposed with the PGA Tour is that the best players in the world like the, the top 30, top 50 players in the world aren't actually facing off against each other, but a, a handful of times every year, right? So you're, you're seeing all these tour events. I mean, there's a ton of events where, you know, the, the fields kind of suck and maybe there's one or two of the world's best in there, but you're really not seeing the best of the best face off, right? Yeah. And that's what the people really want to see. And that's what the Premier Golf League wants to offer. They want it to be like the highest level of, of competitiveness. So, I mean... If, if you're a golfer and, and that's what that's what you want, you want a high level of competition and you want to make more money, I mean, sure, go for it. But I, I think that that's what it's exposed with the PGA Tour and the PGA Tour needs to do a better job of getting the world's best golfers together more frequently to create that ultimate level of competitiveness, not just in the four majors, not in the World Golf Championships, you know. Year round, so they they need to incentivize players to want to have a more of a full schedule. Because right now on tour, I mean, you're you're basically making your own schedule. You have a minimum amount of tournaments you have to play. I think it's what yeah. the the PGA Tour players agree to, right? So if you go Premier Golf League, you have to play in all of them. That's like what the I think the contract says, right? So you you sign up, you're playing in all of them. You don't get to make your schedule. You're committed. Yeah, you're gonna m- probably make more money. Blah blah blah. But I mean, like, I don't think money should be the big thing. Like Abe Answer just won like nine hundred thousand dollars for getting second place, sure, you know, at the Wells Fargo. So I mean, you know, I I don't think money's the the big the big, you know, ticker for a lot of these top guys. And if it was, they'd be playing more events. You know, I I don't know. So. I, I, I'm selling like, I don't, I don't personally love, love the idea of the premier golf league. I, I like some of its concepts and I wish the PGA tour would find a way to implement some of those into their own. In their
1: yeah. Own. I mean, the reality of it is, it's like the XFL and all this stuff where like, it's so wild. Like, I mean, it doesn't sound like to be like the XFL because XFL It's just like the most outlandish rules and just like crazy right. like, extreme. They were extreme. Right. But, um, maybe there's a couple ideas that come from this that <clears throat> can help push the PGA tour along into a better spot but I don't see any top players making the move and if, it, if there is a top player it is like a someone who's at the tail end of their career that is looking for that last cash grab and they get sold on the opportunity that like this is the next big thing and you can have your name on it you can have your face on it and the back door opportunity for the money is the big thing I mean up front or <clears throat> tournament purses is, is one thing right but if you have backdoor access to like the media rights and that that being sold, um, that's where they make all their money. I mean that's why the PGA tour doesn't allow people like me to repost their content because of their media rights. Um, They make a ton of money on that. So if you were to get someone that had access to something like that, that's incredible amount of money that these people would never have access to seeing ever in their lifetime. And they don't even have to go out onto the course to uh, perform and to win. Right? So, I mean, it'll be interesting, but I also don't think like you're going to get enough big players. I think there's going to yeah. be like one or two that they could get, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be just like the XFL is where you get a lot of these like washed up lower end people who never could quite make it on the PGA Tour. Or maybe you get a couple like bigger names that are like middle of the pack PGA Tour players that are going to get enough money and mo- enough guarantee over in the Super League or Premier League. To where they know that if their shot is done on the PGA Tour because of this move, they're okay financially for their families, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just I can't see it happening, but part of me wants something to happen, like you know, where it's like it's gonna rival the PGA Tour. It's gonna open things up to make it a little bit more uh, inviting, more fun, and and better for you know people like in our world to to work with them. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure
0: Premier League won't have TikTokers out there dancing either. So. It'll uh, be a little <laughs> bit more serious. <laughs> oh, going back to that, huh? Yeah, I don't know why. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, the, the only thing right now at the PGA Tour that rubs me the wrong way is just their, their media rights. Like I, I talk, we've talked about it before, it just really frustrates me. Um, I don't think they're looking at it from the, the full view of, of really how it could be beneficial for the game, but it's money. Money yeah. is talking to them, and that's really their only interest in this thing at this point. But... You know, it'll be interesting to see with this new like uh, this new money that's out there for this bonus for the players. You're seeing you're starting to see a lot of them get more engaged on social media and do different things. Um, maybe that will just help open it up more for everybody eventually if they if they find a lot of success with this. But yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna keep my eye on eye on this. I, I really hope something kind of comes of it. But I think it's gonna be something that's not really put together well Uh, i don't think you're gonna have enough big names and if the names aren't there you're not gonna tune in i mean if you like the tournaments that you mentioned where you have a lesser field like are you turning are you tuning turning into the uh sanderson farms tournament on the pga tour no
0: i mean dude I, i i gotta be honest like my my interest levels for watching golf have rapidly declined over the past 10 years you know i mean i watched yeah. the majors i watched some of the world golf championships but unless it's like a course where i really enjoy watching playing like people play golf or if, if like tigers in the field like it's it's like not doing it for me anymore so the fact that there is you know the the opportunity here for some change or you know like the fact that people are, are showing that a change needs to happen hopefully the pga tour makes some make some adjustments, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, something's got to happen. Something does. So we'll see, yeah. but yeah. yeah.
1: All right. We'll keep our eyes and ears open for it. We'll see. So, all right, man, we'll, uh, we don't have a guest this week, but we've got some stuff in store for the next couple of weeks I'm excited about. Um, I'm going to head out to the Byron this week, go check it out. Uh, go have some fun. Maybe uh, catch up with some of the players and line up some guests for the next couple of weeks or something like that. So
0: yeah, it'll be a it'll be a good follow up uh, show next week. That'll be good. Looking forward to some of the action from that tournament. Hopefully, some cool stuff happens. Maybe we'll see a hole in one on a par four. I don't know. We'll see. We see. New, new new golf course. But then we after that, see. we got we've got a PJ memes challenge lunch coming up in two weeks so we'll probably be doing uh, our podcast uh, from new jersey which i'm looking forward to as well so first live podcast
1: that's nice um, that's gonna be exciting Ooh. That's that's gonna, gonna be, be exciting. i'm, I'm
0: like pumped like let's get fireside and just get set of mood and hopefully you'll hear the crackling of the fire in our microphones oh, and just really, really set a vibe so
1: i'm getting i'm yeah, getting excited I'm right now we're gonna have to end this up, so i'm getting too excited so All right, man. As always, good time. I'm looking forward to this week and catching up uh, next weekend, man. Take care, coach. All right, boys.
0: We'll catch you later.